Howdy y'all, it's Fat Jimbo again. This is another one of them there episodes like I was done telling you about. What is from our vaults, from our archives. This one was recorded about 14, 15 months ago. You're going to hear a lot from me in this episode, unfortunately. I recorded a bunch of stuff. I recorded it back when Jack was on the run from the police. This episode has been real hard for me to think about. Because I just, I, I care about Jack so much. I just, I love him, you know. We, we've we been working together 30 years. And I, I was just, I, I was scared for him. And uh, I still don't think it's safe to release this here episode. But Jack's insistent, so, you know, here we go. Squatchers! It's Fat Jimbo. I am afraid I have some grave news. Not great news. No tea. Grave news with a V. I have just left the hospital. Oh, Squatchers, it's 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 so terrible. Jack. Well, look, I I better start at the beginning. All right, Squatchers, I apologize. Good morning, Squatchers. I am Fat Jimbo, your humble editor, and this is Expedition Sasquatch, the premier podcast for seekers of truth and every damn man, woman, and child that wants to see Bigfoot dead. Unfortunately, our host Jack could not be with us today for reasons that you will soon be aware, and uh, what you are about to hear are the events that led to our beloved Jack ending up in the hospital. Suffering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Now, before I say too much else, we should probably get into the material that Jack has recorded. Once that's done been done, I will fill in any of the gaps and the details so that you can be aware of exactly what has transpired and what we're going to do next. So, without further ado, listeners, here is what may be the last recording of Expedition Sasquatch. Hello, Sasquatch hunters. Well, the expedition in Virginia did not result in the death of any Sasquatch. We did identify a new class of cryptid, which looks like a normal human, but what with the head part replaced with an old box television set, a TV head, a tube for brains. I called Skippy, and he's supposed to come take a look. He's very excited. I'm happy for him, but honestly, I'm just happier to be back home here in Georgia. Uh, right now, I'm in Tunnel Hill, Georgia, to be precise. And uh, Tunnel Hill, Georgia is famous, of course, for its big old tunnel, what goes through its hill, uh, also known as the Chattooga Mountain Tunnel. Now, for those of y'all not from Georgia, you maybe ain't heard of the Chattooga Mountain Tunnel. It's a tunnel what goes through a mountain that was originally for trains. In fact, now this is awesome. This here tunnel is on the route of the great locomotive chase. Now, I personally can't give a damn about history, especially since Georgia's on the wrong side of it. Basically, every time it gets brought into the discussion. So I tell you the above just so we're all on the same page. I'm in a little town where hardly no one lives, and the only reason the town exists is because they cut a tunnel through a mountain. 
they literally had to uh, hew through stone to be born. And why would I come to a place so bleak? You might be uh, positing as a question. Well, I'll tell you. There have been reports coming out of Tunnel Hill that the Hill Tunnel is haunted. <laughs> haunted. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I suspect that the tunnel... <clears throat> I need to regain my composure. Haunted. <laughs> this tunnel is almost certainly the home to a family of Squatch. Now, as a result of my suspicion, I have contacted the owners of the Hill Tunnel here in Tunnel Hill, and we have closed the tunnel for visitors for the next several days. I have installed many elaborate puzzles around the Hill Tunnel area here in Tunnel Hill and established a perimeter of monitoring equipment, including a few new devices that Skibby done conjured up for me. As always, I have to clear my activity with the local mole men. Uh, they told me that they considered Tunnel Hill an abomination against the natural order, and authorized me to use as much fire and or explosives as I may deem necessary to achieve my goals. And that's really what I like to hear, folks. Tonight, we're hunting a whole family of Sasquatch. And we're using T-N-T. <laughs> Dynamite! <laughs> Listeners, this episode is sponsored by Space Age Ideas. They're not mad at me anymore, and they were very glad to hear that I'm not dead. Turns out that they are selling their internet box on their website now. And they've even got plans up on how you can build your own. I've tried to make some sense of them, these plans, but uh, I'm basically shit when it comes to baking. So I stopped whenever I read the bits about pies, especially raspberry pie. Everybody knows blueberries are the best kind. This is asinine. Anyhow, anyhow, they got the best brand new Expedition Squatch hats and stickers. All right. And, And Expedition Sasquatch hats and stickers. We're looking at maybe uh, one of those window decal dealies, you know, for those of you that uh, that operate motor vehicles. Um, I'm kind of trying to field an idea with them about possibly getting some uh, denim iron-ons, but I don't know how relevant that is to the current uh, vogue in fashion, male or female or, uh, or uh, other. So if... Uh, if you could send me an email regarding uh, the, the iron-on culture currently, I would be beholden unto you. Anyhow, all of that is currently at spaceageideas.com, not the iron-on stuff yet. <laughs> Anyhow, TNT. <laughs> TNT. <laughs> now, uh, there are tripwires and cages and cameras and tra- uh, puzzles all through the tunnel. And there are a couple of extra puzzles that I've done set up in the surrounding areas. Uh, now, <laughs> I tell you what, dear listeners, we're going to massacre us a whole Bigfoot family this week. Now, before any of you start writing me letters, I'm not going to just blow them up. That would be irresponsible. We need intact Squatch corpses. 
were using the explosions to scare the creatures, at which they'll run to the to the nearest exit, which is the tunnel, trip on the trip wires, and fall into one of my carefully laid pu- uh, yeah, puzzles. Definitely puzzles. And unlike the educational ones intended for hikers that I used in previous expeditions, these these traps are outfitted with uh, various stabby bits and bits that make loud noises. So consider them a blend of trap and puzzle. They can, if they're smart enough, they can think their way out of the problem. I'm giving them a sporting chance. <clears throat> now, you might not consider this to be an exactly humane method of uh, procuring my Bigfoot corpses what I need. But Bigfoots aren't exactly human, now are they? We can round them up to being human-adjacent. So the behavior is humane-adjacent. Sound good? We can agree to this terminology? I feel like this nomenclature puts us in a good position for continuing to use actual traps. Now, listeners, you may remember... From my last episode, that I partook of nine meals in a Waffle House in Northern Maryland, not far from the Pennsylvania border. At the time, I considered this a great achievement, but in the time since, I have paid a dear price. That's right, dear listeners. I am officially sick of Waffle House. Now, it's not just Waffle House. It's all manner of diners and greasy spoons. I can't bring myself to eat anything prepared on a flat top. And this poses quite an issue with my dining selection here in Tullahill, Georgia, in that there are not many eating establishments in the first place, and uh, pretty much all of them fulfill the criteria required to be classified as full-blown greasy spoons. But, gentle listener, it's October. As I record this, apple season is in full swing. So I've come prepared. My bags are loaded with fresh apples, fried apple pies, apple butter sandwiches, applesauce, and something that the local coffee house has started brewing that's uh, called an apple dream latte. Tastes like apples and spices and milk. Which, uh, to be honest, said out loud sounds vile, but I drank six of them today. What I'm saying, listeners, my dear listeners, is that my traps are all set with apples. I guess you could say you could say that I <laughs> that I really seeded them. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Anyhow, I have done this working under a theory proposed in my book: we can and must find and kill Bigfoot. What that Bigfoot migrated to North Georgia specifically in pursuit of apples and peaches and other stone fruit popular in the South. Therefore, traps primed with fresh fruit of this particular variety will have the greatest chance of succeeding in catching and eventually slaughtering us a Bigfoot. So here we are, listeners. It's about 6 p.m. Sun's beginning to set. Well, it's October. It's basically gone at this point. But that's because we're here in the mountains. Ah, oh, man, that mountain air smells like apples and dynamite. 
just waiting for a Bigfoot to appear at this point. Now I'm going to take a moment here to go top off my Apple Dream with some black coffee. I'm kind of feeling black silk at this point. I, got, I like that little peppery aftertaste. Anyhow, I'll take my position at the mobile command center I've established in the back of my Squatchmobile. I will be watching the perimeter closely, and I will report back with more information. All right, that's some good stuff, good stuff. <sighs> Smells good, too. Wait, what's that? Listeners, I think I hear something. I'll be right back. Now, listeners, I'm going I'm to stop this recording right here because, I, honestly, it goes on like this for about another 15 minutes of Jack just writhing in agony. And he recorded some more stuff, but it's mostly incoherent. I'm not even really sure what he was trying to say. So let me sum up events as best as I understand them from uh, the benefit of hindsight. It's been about a week, and Jack is in the hospital. It appears that... Something triggered one of his alarms, one of his traps, and he was rushing into the tunnel to find out what was going on, and spooked himself, and discharged his firearm several times at what he swears was a whole family of Bigfoots. Now, he's in a tunnel. Tunnel's just wide enough for a train to go through, and um, we believe there was some ricochet and that some particulate matter, either from the tunnel or from the shotgun itself, uh, was lodged in his posterior. There ain't no delicate way to to put this, folks. Jack shot himself in the ass. And um, the only reason we even... only reason he didn't bleed out on that tunnel floor is because... All the gunshots attracted the attention of the local police department, who then proceeded to befall every trap Jack had set in the perimeter of this tunnel. And um, basically, at this point, folks, Jack's in the hospital, but he's going to jail. I, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, you know, I've, I've been working with Jack for a long time, and... I, I care about him a lot. I mean, the, the, these charges don't look good. Uh, he's got 15 counts of booby trapping. Do you know booby trapping's illegal? I mean, I guess Jack knew because of that whole thing with the hiker puzzles. But he's he's got 15 counts of booby trapping in addition to unlawful discharge of a firearm, in addition to assault with a deadly weapon. And I tried to explain to the officers that he wasn't assaulting nobody but himself and um you know he he wasn't assaulting nobody but his own ass but um apparently if you get pounded in the ass by your own shotgun you go to jail so um mr chuck tingle will have to put that one down in his book now listeners i i, I don't know what to do from here 
I mean, Jack, Jack, Jack's in jail. I mean, he's in the hospital, but he's going to get out, and then he's going to go to jail. And I just, I've never been so despondent. This, this has shook me up a lot more than I was expecting it to, listeners. I just, I, I'm sorry, listeners, that, that's all for tonight. I, I, I got nothing else coherent to say. Jack, Jack's going to jail. He might go to jail for a real long time, and we might not be able to do any more expeditions, Sasquatch, and it's just tearing me up inside thinking that, you know, we, we might never find and kill Bigfoot, and I, I, I don't know if I want to live in a world where that's true, where, where nobody's out there trying to find and kill the scourge of Bigfoot, and... So, listeners, I'm I'm going to end this episode here before I lose my composure. I will hopefully be providing an update when I know more about Jack's condition. The hospital technician said that he's stable. And, um, well, listeners, send us your prayers. You know, when when you're in your stone circle and you're you're summoning your demons, please, please just keep us in mind. Cause it don't it, it don't it don't look good, folks. Good night. All right, folks. It's a uh, Jimbo from the future here, and um, well, I'm not from the the future. I'm just I'm from the present. Uh, you know, the Jimbo in 2021 as opposed to Jimbo at the end of 2019 when this was recorded. And, um, well, listeners, it's like this. I was getting ready to release this episode, and Jack said, he sent me an email. He sent me an email, and he said that he had busted out of prison. Now, that's not entirely true. He he had his recorder with him. He recorded some stuff, and we will be releasing that, I guess, Allegedly, according to Jack. But, um, he went on the lamb. He went on the run from the law. And it just didn't feel right, especially because of how emotional I was when I was recording this. You know, I, I'm, I care about Jack a lot. And when, when he decided to go on the run, I mean, it just, it, it didn't sit right with me, it didn't sit right to release this episode, and I didn't want everybody out there thinking that, you know, he was rotting away in some prison cell, when in reality, he was on his way to Mexico, like an idiot, and so here we are, folks, I, I've got around about a year's worth of material that Jack recorded while he was on the run, while he was in prison, while he was on trial, and while he was helping the city of Blue Ridge deal with their cryptid problem. Most of it, frankly, is not releasable. It is Jack incriminating himself for various crimes, and he keeps insisting to me that we should put it all out there just as soon as that statute of limitations runs out. Well, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure that the statute of limitations on these problems ain't going to run out fast enough for them to matter for this podcast. I'm going to release what I can. It's going to be real heavily redacted, 
And uh, you're going to have to hear some more from me as I explain away some of the gaps in these recordings. And I apologize for that, listeners. But I got good news. We'll be back real soon with a new episode. Jack's off recording it right now. And it's going to be a doozy. I think he might have actually found Bigfoot this time. Anyway, listeners, this has been Expedition Sasquatch. Good luck and good night. Edition Sasquatch is available to you under a Creative Commons CC by SA license. Our theme music is Peaceful Henry by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra. You can find us online at expeditionsasquatch.org, a production of Fat Jimbo, Analog Revolution, and Space Age Ideas. Also available on Floppycast from Space Age Ideas. 